Lilith's Cynical Indulgence Due to a great deal of therapy and a spiritual practice, Lilith persistently and consistently admonishes cynicism. When it wells up or a negative voice makes its presence in her mind and experience, she banishes it. I will not entertain you. Stop. The mystic Rumi directs Lilith to do otherwise in the poem, The Guest House, presenting a challenge she holds herself accountable to. This being human is a guest house, every morning a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all, even if they're a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep through your house, empty of its furniture, still treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes, because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. Today she focuses her attention particularly on be grateful for whoever comes, because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. Lilith wrestles with blocking and welcoming cynicism and views it as part of darkness. Darkness is not exclusive to cynicism, however. Depression, anxiety, and trauma form this space as well. She does not welcome or dance with any of these as this has previously led to an inability to function. She spent years leaning into these spaces, walking through, learning through, living through each simultaneously and at points of time distinctly. After some time, this too felt indulgent. I deserve to wallow. To abandon the indulgence brought freedom, and she began to live again. Today, however, Lilith has decided to indulge the cynicism. She will entertain the demons for a grand dance. She senses a need to go through this yet again because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. She feels stuck and approaches this effort rather intentionally, not knowing what learning, if any, may result. Lilith sits under her favorite oak tree. This tree has been her witness and holds all of her secrets, laments, and best intentions. She holds gratitude for the mighty tree and honors and protects it as best as she can. The temperature is pleasantly warm and the breeze gentle. The bugs are silent, but the birds and squirrels are bantering. The usual street traffic is low and she feels her body acknowledging what it does effortlessly and also a discomfort. Taking a deep breath, Lilith is mindful of a core personal tenant. If there is truly nothing following this life, 
no afterlife, no continuation of energy or spirit, Lilith is at peace with the proposition, although she is a believer. This life, this moment, the opportunity to be a human on the planet Earth is regarded as more than enough, a beloved gift. She is fed up with humans, however. She begins the mental dump of her grievances. Humans are rather shitty. We pride ourselves on so many advances, yet we cannot resolve conflict without violence. Where are the innovations of peace? The politicization of environmental concerns is blatantly stupid. It undermines our very existence. What's the incentive? Earth is the incentive. Our capacity to breathe air, drink water, and eat should be incentive enough, shouldn't it? If we can't have immediate gratification and monetization of something, it just isn't valuable. When will we grow weary of hate? What is it about human nature and power? We make something new and we take it to the absolute ethical edge. Each new thing, a means to exploit and monetize. Laws are created because we will not do the ethical thing independently. We are ruled by algorithms. We embrace all appeals to our egos and insecurities. Even if one is aware, if participating in society, one must duly navigate participation and resistance. Maybe I will drop out. I desire to be away from all of this chaos. The dying and the lying have become insurmountable. What does dropping out look like? Off-grid or dead? I can't decide. It is not about my pleasure. It is about my effectiveness. What in the hell am I contributing? And what am I contributing to? As a human, if I acknowledge that I am more harmful than good, what should I do in turn? This is the root of the fear of artificial intelligence. How long will it take for AI to be able to act upon the fact that we the humans are the greatest threat of all. Our made-up money and power structures trump our planet, our people, and all of the living things that make up our world. Why does the value of the natural world not seem to matter? If I were an ancestor, I would be pissed I imagine beings more intelligent, viewing our collective human actions with horror. In the midst of abundance, we squander, exploit, and terrorize. Where are the fucking remedies? Lilith continues with these thoughts and meticulously examines the many forms of hate and oppression and pulls at the threads of systems, imagining and gaming out what would happen if she lists everything she's done wrong in every role of her life. This was a playlist of rumination for years and the repeated exposure eventually moved from self-examination to exhaustion to numb. I use too much plastic. My carbon footprint is ridiculous. Capitalism and colonialism are ruinous. 
How do we be a part of society and resist and oppose it simultaneously? This indulgence of cynicism takes hours and could go forth for days. She is not laughing and does not feel invitational toward the guest Rumi suggests. Where is the guide? The indulgence is paused and Lilith sits with nature and feels her surroundings, hears the bugs and the birds, observes the squirrels and a lone rabbit. She smells both exhaust from the adjacent road and the lavender she has planted. Lilith smells herself and notes the foulness of her sweat. Lilith has been followed by swarms of dragonflies, encountered hundreds of tiger swallowtail butterflies emerging from cocoons in mass, and entertained a toad by campfire one autumnal season over several nights. The toad eventually brought another toad to her campfire, and she wondered if the being was a mate, a friend, or offspring. Squirrels, rabbits, and birds tend to give birth and raise their families near her. Solitary cardinals and crows tend to visit her, and insects tend to move on when she invites them to leave. Lilith is aware of her immediate surroundings and of her memories concurrently seeking the guide. She recollects all of the love in her life, setting aside loss, counting the people and beings she loves. Lilith is never lonely or bored. She acknowledges the profound fortune that is her life, her love, her connections. A baby sparrow drops in front of her. She can't tell if it fell from the great oak or from a larger overhead predator. The bird is dying. Its head somewhat crushed and is gasping. She speaks to the bird, not with words, but with her heart. She tries to love the baby bird in this moment. She witnesses the death lovingly and tries desperately to communicate compassion, to soothe the bird as it eventually stills. Lilith wonders if the spirit is near, whether it hovers or ascends, whether her love effort mattered. She leaves the bird and returns to it after she grabs her garden gloves to retrieve it and bury it in a garden also homage to previous goldfish and hermit crab pets of her children long ago. The soil is hardened, and Lilith is concerned with the effort it takes to dig a small hole, but she persists. She blesses the bird and returns it to the earth. She thinks, she prays. The baby swallow had its own story, and now it is part of her and her story, this she knows immediately and deeply. Lilith's cynical indulgence seems shallow until she connects in her mind the bird, too, lived at the whim of many powerful forces, not within its control and perhaps beyond its understanding. In her heart, she understands this is not a bad omen, but rather the guide sacrificed 
and has arrived. Blackbird singing in the dead of night Take these broken wings and learn to fly All your life You were only waiting for this moment to arise Blackbird singing in the dead of night Take these sunken eyes and learn to see All your life You were only waiting for this moment to be free Blackbird fly Blackbird fly of a dark black night Blackbird fly Blackbird fly Into the light For this moment to arise 